everybody and welcome to a victory monday podcast i mean what a weekend eagles w 38-7 on the anniversary of 38-7 and then that's followed up with the cowboys just falling apart on national television with a with a final play that rivaled the play with the, with the colts you know all those years ago with the with the one lineman like what are we doing here but what an amazing weekend this i parth as usual with pierre and quell how y'all doing today guys I am feeling excellent, brother. Excellent, man. Love and love and dub dub. I'm feeling great, man. And this added one and only Marquill Fripp Owens. The weather is sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, and I almost forgot. Happy Cowboys blew it again day. <laughs> Dude, all the tweets have been hilarious. Like Jalen Hurts was has been born, gone to college, joined the league, and made it to the NFC Championship before the uh, <laughs> before the Cowboys have made it back. And the same thing with like Dallas Goddard. Like it's just it's hilarious. It's hilarious, and it'll never get old. Never, ever. Bro, walk me through that last play uh, in the Dallas San Francisco game. What what was the what was the objective? Like what what were they trying to do? I got you because me me and Shavin had this conversation. She she called me. Cause I, I watched the game from work, and she was like, "They just ran the stupidest play in the history of plays. What was that? They tried to get Zeke killed. So the whole time I'm like, "Well, what I miss? So when I finally got to see the play, I understand why she called it stupid. I also understand what the idea was. The whole reason that the play went wrong is because Dak got scared as hell. <laughs> like it looked like the whole objective of the play was we need to get to the outside." What better way to get to the outside in space than to put all our fat linemen out in space already? So the ball should work like, once already. If you watch the, play, the most iconic like, plays, not working ever of putting one <laughs> lineman and having him just try to stand there. Like, of course, they didn't even there. they didn't even put a lineman. They had Zeke Elliott. <laughs> all the linemen were out wide, but the lineman didn't even start running. The whole play started and the linemen were still there. Turpin caught the ball and the entire screen over there hadn't moved. Dak felt rushed. Turpin should not bro. There's no, there's no excuse for that. There's this was not some genius, brilliant plan. That was some dumbass thing that Kellen Moore threw out there, and he was like, Well, what do we do now? There was I, I cannot see anything I'm, there. I, I don't know why calling it a genius plan, but I'm telling you what the objective was and exactly how it went wrong. Now, the, the whole thing with them putting Zeke at center, I don't, I don't understand what that was about. That's the only thing about the play that I really, really question. But when he seen Zeke get murdered, he was like, oh, I got to throw the ball. Throwing the ball to Turpin made no sense. Like, Turpin had no blocking in front of him, no nothing. That's why everybody was looking back because they were looking like, the ball is supposed to come over here. What are you doing? Throw it to somebody with blockers in front of neck. The one guy on the field that got six 49ers right there. Why why not just call a screen? <laughs> because then we still gotta work to get to the outside. You, you, you could call it something else. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's <laughs> never gonna make sense to put one guy in front of your quarterback. Like, what are we doing here? Like, it will never like everyone's gonna try to like Kellen Moore's got the big old brain, you know. Well, Steve Smith said that he's never gonna be the the the, the head coach for the uh for the Carolina Panthers after that, which was hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw that tweet. 
he was like, we, we interviewed Kellen Moore for the head coaching position for the Carolina Panthers. But after that last play, there's no way in hell he's coaching the Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I just never get those, man. It's just like, oh, let's put one guy in between our quarterback and the D lineman. Like the, and then, like you said, like, let's put the running back. Like, <laughs> was it like backyard football, like seven on seven? Is that is is that the intent of what was trying to go on? Were they like, if we put Zeke there, they won't put any linemen there? Like, maybe they'll be like, oh, like we'll just I spread them out. No idea. Oh, my God. Kellen Moore. It's such a poverty franchise, man. I love it. I love it. It'll never get old. And I say it every year, and everyone's like, no, dude. The Cowboys are actually good this year, dude. Like, dude, we have a high-powered offense. My boy is a Cowboys fan. My God, he was in my – now it was – uh, CD is better than AJ and all of that. And now it's – dude, Dak needs a weapon. <laughs> Y'all had a weapon. <laughs> what happened? You guys fell apart in the locker room, as usual. <laughs> This team is a mess, man. I love it. But let's get to the let's get to the the more important things, man. This is the Philadelphia Eagles pod, after all. Uh, there aren't more important things than the Cowboys losing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's a weird way to put it because like the Eagles won, but watching the Cowboys lose in that manner on national television, man, like maybe it's because I'm a hater, but like that filled me with a with a real profound energy, you know? Like, <laughs> I feel alive. I woke up this morning and just knew it was going to be a good day. I woke up smiling. I was like, was <laughs> making my way downtown. <laughs> but as you said, Pierre, this is a Philadelphia Eagles podcast, and it's nice. We have uh, we have an opponent now, right? And we didn't we didn't exactly know after Saturday. Obviously, it, it's it's going to be uh, it is going to be a battle. You know, even though it's even though it's Brock Purdy and whatever, I mean, the Niners' defense is just ridiculous. That that play by Fred Warner, dude, like on CD up the seam, my like, bright, like you are a linebacker. How are you in stride with the receiver breaking up that pass? Like they really got some freaks on that defense, man. Even uh, the safety, I don't want to butcher his name. I think I'm going to say it right. Hufanga, like Hufanga, seeing yeah. how yeah, seeing how he plays, like uh, Bro, his timing. Yes, hey, man. Troy. Yeah, they I was just about to say that commentary. Troy. Yeah, they like, said he traded with Palomalu. He's definitely traded with Troy. I was yeah. like, he timed that. That was yeah, filthy. Like you said, they just have some athletes on that side of the ball, man. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be tough, man. Absolutely. And I mean, so who did you guys want? You know, like and I know we kind of talked about it, but we didn't fully get to it. Um, is this is this who you guys wanted to play, or would you guys have rather played the Cowboys? I honestly would have rather played the Cowboys just so, you know, it, it could be Dak versus Jalen, both teams at semi-full strength. Um, and then it'd be, you know, the grudge match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. that's cool and all, but I've been talking about this for three weeks now. I've been talking about this since the playoffs started. This is my dream come true. Yeah, because you, 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 you called San Francisco's defense frauds. <laughs> Yes, that too. Thank you. The agenda is still alive. The agenda oh is still God. alive. It's time for Jalen Hurts to go prove it. But um, just in general, man, having an opportunity to watch these two teams match up. Any of you guys that know me, that follow any of my work over at the Draft Blitz and all this stuff, know I love the fat guys, man. What my man Big E say, 
It's something about it when two fat guys just going at it, just clobbering, slapping meat. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> along the interior, this battle is going to be up. Man, I don't think I don't think it's a more dominant defensive line in football than the 49ers, just as a whole. Now, in terms of the, the front seven on both sides of the ball, it, there's not a team that's more dominant than Philadelphia, man. Like, it, it's like last week I called it – the other week I called it the uh, stoppable force versus the movable object. This week we can put the, the real terms there, the unstoppable force and the immovable object. It's, I'm almost eager to see how everything works on both sides of the ball. Watching Shane Steichen match up against D'Amico Ryans, Philadelphia Eagles legend D'Amico Ryans. And Mufasa. Yes, sir. <laughs> and having a chance to watch boy genius match up against Jonathan Gannon. Who looked good on Sunday on Saturday, I must Boy, say. Boy, plays, but not time management. My man was trying to run out the clock in a 6-6 game at halftime. I was like, bro, try to get a field goal, Shan- uh, uh, Kyle. What are you doing, dude? Old habits die hard, man. <laughs> management has never been his thing, man. Never, bro. It's, like, so bad, dude. It's like so, so, someone gave him a, a gift. They were like, you have a choice. You can be the greatest schemer of all time. But you have to always make time time management issues, or you can have great time management, but no scheme. And he's like, "Give me the scheme." And now we're seeing uh, now we're seeing the repercussions of that. But yeah, I mean, you can think the defense can is frauds, whatever it might be. But I think um, like that's 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 good on good, right? Like the Eagles' offense is elite of elite, and I would say the Niners' defense is. They might be on fraud watch. Who knows? Like Quell said, but. Um, you know, if I were to say, I think that's good on good. I think this game, th- that's going to be a battle. That's going to be a slugfest. But this game is really going to come down to our defense versus their offense, in my opinion. And uh, and I think it bodes well for us because last week was the most pressure that Purdy was under. Like, the the, the, the Niners O-line, like, you know, they're not bad, right? They're not, they're not like the worst O-line in the league. But they're not as good as they used to be. They're not like you know. They're they're not an Eagles O line by by any means. They have like good chemistry and they work well together. But it's not like they have you know the blue chip talent that we have throughout our O line. And so, you know, I really look to see. I, I really want to see our D line you know dominate this game because Purdy, when he was facing pressure against the Cowboys, was three of 11, 24 yards, zero TDs, zero uh, zero interceptions, and two sacks. That 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 needs to be our game plan on defense. We need to get after him. You know, um, most of his passes, uh, they showed like that chart. You know, the the next gen stats one. A yeah, lot of, them, yeah, yeah, a, a lot of them were just littered littered the middle of the field. You know, like that's that's where they want. They want to get Debo on crossers. They want to get Ayuk on crossers. Like that's that's their offense, and that's also where we have tended to struggle at points in the season. You know, uh, whether it was Kaiser struggling or TJ or you know anything with the safeties. That's something that we're going to need to lock down on, but it also just means that our D line is just going to have to play that much better. Because if they can keep pressure on him, it's like you said, Pierre. Like I can't see Brock Purdy coming into the link and then and and, and winning a game like that, especially if our D line is is playing like the way that they were last game. Like my God, timeout. Like let's talk about Hassan Reddick for a second, dude. That man was playing with his head on fire, bro. If I was Evan Neal, I'd be having nightmares about him, bro. Like. There's that one where he misses the sack on Daniel Jones and he still chases him down and makes him like throw a crack. Like he was, he, he, he was on it, you know, and 
It was really special. And then also, if we're giving shout outs from the game, I thought Miles ran really well. I thought I thought Miles ran really, really well. So well, yeah, they, they gave him the ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he just he was he was able to run with it. You know, like he was just he was juiced up, bro. Like I was like, let's go, Miles. I, it's it was it was it was just awesome to see and to see this team just like hitting their stride at, at, at so many different points now, especially because we had that two week break where it was just like is Jalen going to be good? Also, shout out to Lane Johnson, man. Like, he's battling, man, and, and he didn't let up a sack. He didn't let up a sack. Huh? Ain't allowed no pressures. Ain't allowed no quarterback hits. Nothing. But you Crazy. saw every single play. He looked like he was in pain, man. That boy, hey, hat tip to Lane, man. He he hmm. definitely is gutting it through. Absolutely. I mean, he even said he was like beginning of the game. It was like it was tightened up on him, and he was like kind of feeling it but by the end of the game he, he like you know kind of loosened up but you know he sure as hell there's hell to pay today you know and 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 yesterday so hopefully it'll be good by next week and then two weeks after that of course but uh it was great to see lane out there dude the the difference he makes is is just so fun it's so it's so it's so massive like we were we were he, he came out injured and we're still running the ball behind him that's how good he is like that should tell you, like this guy, even injured on like one leg, is probably the best right tackle in all of football. Special, He's special, talent. true difference maker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think you know, um, as you touched on, I think that's been the one saving grace for me throughout these entire playoffs with the 49ers. Um, the Eagles and their defensive line and their ability to just create disruption and pressure and you know be relentless. You know, you talked about Hassan Reddick and how well he played. Um, I think that's, you know, that's the reason why my constant sentiment towards the 49ers has been, I don't think Brock Purdy can walk into Philadelphia and defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. I just can't see it happening. Um, It's hard for me not to agree with you guys. I mean, as I said before, we got on Brock Purdy, while as successful as the team has been, as good as he looks like he's been doing, he's been playing about as average as you possibly can, man. Like, as I told you, Pierre, there's so much meat being left on the table with this football team, with him at quarterback. And, I mean, there are certain plays that are just drawn up for him to be successful. But, like I said a few weeks ago, man, it's all going to come down to Kyle Shanahan versus Jonathan Gannon, brother. Brock Purdy could be as average as he wants. The way I told y'all the last three weeks, Kyle Shanahan has been on a mission. He is dragging every single last body, all mm-hmm. 53 of them, and y'all are not going to lose this. Come on. So in th- this test right here might be the toughest test they've had so far. And, I mean, you right, Pierre. I'm glad you brought it up about my point about me calling the 49ers defense frauds. I mean, in the two games, two games that I would consider them playing against cal- high-caliber offenses, the defense played average at best, especially in the game against the, uh, the Chiefs. So it's 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 sit there and you look at, at, at them and match up and how they match up against the Eagles offense. It's okay, I like my chances, but I I just feel like this game might be the reverse, which is odd because the Eagles have a better defense than both San Francisco and Dallas. But I think this game just might be a reverse of the game we saw last week. I, it it just might be whoever can put the most points up in, in the fourth quarter wins this game because absolutely it's it's i don't, I don't know man I, I really think that 
Shane Steichen and Nick Sirianni are going to have to have their best week of practice. They're going to have to say a prayer circle for Jonathan Gannon, and everybody's going to have to work their ass off this week because this this the one right here. Absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, like Brock Purdy has been average, right? And that's what's scary about this mm-hmm. is that Brock Purdy has been average and they're still putting up like 40 balls on the Seahawks and, you know, they're pulling away from the Cowboys at, at the end of it. Like that's a testament to the team, you know, and, and just that it's a it's a solidly built team. But that's what the Eagles got too. You know, the Eagles and the Niners have the two best rosters in the NFC. I don't think it's I don't think it's close. Um and so uh, so so how would you guys rank the Eagles? Like I guess we, we could we could do it by position. Um like against how do how do you guys think the Eagles stack up against the 49ers? Should we start on offense? Yeah. All right, quarterback, Eagles. Running back, 49ers. 49ers. O-line, Eagles. Receiver, Eagles. I would go with receivers, Eagles as well. But I think think receivers is closer, right? Like that one is – that one is like Eagles fans will choose the Eagles and Niners fans will choose the Niners. I think – um, I think other people would be pretty split because well, I think, I mean, I think yeah, even if you even if you split it up, like if you say that Debo is pretty good, it's just as good as AJ. Would you rather take Devonta Smith or the IU? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the question ends right there. I was I was I was listening to like some other podcasts and people were having like legitimate conversations about Ayuk and, and Devontae on like similar levels. So I don't know. Um, yeah, that was that that was uh, the Philly special. Uh, Sheila and uh, Sheila and, and Ben were saying that they think Ayuk is 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 pretty close to to Smitty, but I, I, I think it's I think it's like you can pick and choose. I think Smitty is better personally, but Ayuk has Honestly. had some has had some pretty good games too, and they're they're different types of receivers too. Like so, you gotta Ayuk over Smitty until Ayuk show a willingness to run block. And I honestly, I honestly feel like with the arrival of AJ Brown. Devontae Smith has become one of the most underappreciated receivers in the National Football League. Man. Oh, absolutely. Like, this guy yeah, is, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to take anything away from Smitty. I think he's phenomenal. But I also just think that Ayuk is pretty good. Like, he's 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 improved over the last couple of years. Like, he's got some juice, you know. Um, so, I, I really think it's, like, the type of situation where you, where you just look at it overall. Like, I think AJ's better than Debo, right? And then, you know, some people could say Ayuk is better than Devontae, right? Or vice versa. And so – I think it's just like the one where you can have your preference. And then it's the same thing with tight end too. I think Kittle and Goddard are pretty evenly, you know, talented. Um, Kittle has like a little bit more like, you know, recognition and time in the league, but Goddard is right up there. I think the top three lead tight ends in the league this year would be Kelsey and then Kittle or Goddard. It depends on like the, the, the order you want to put it in, but just overall tight end, right? Like run blocking, pass catching ability, and the ability to just make guys miss too, like yeah. those three really have that ability. Waller didn't really play as much this year, so um, it's tough to put him in there. But I think those three are are, are really your top ones. Um, so that's offense, right? Somewhere angry. Would you say, bro? Mark Andrews is somewhere angry. Yeah, no, yeah, Mark Andrews is in there, but I just like is is Mark as big as Dallas and. And and Kittle, like I feel like Mark is like six four, like, as much as them, but I think he's about six four. Okay, yeah, but I aren't aren't like Goddard and Kittle like six five, six six ish. Like, that's the only reason I gave him like the little edge. Like they're just bigger boys. Yeah. Mark, I know Mark both. Andrews, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews is six five. Uh, Dallas huh. Goddard is 
Six five. Six five also, yeah. Oh. But I don't know. Dallas Goddard, he seems like he's like huge. Bigger, right? That's maybe I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe it's because uh from watching him at South Dakota State, like he was just much bigger than yeah. everybody else he plays. I, just, I think it's his arms too. He's really yeah. lanky. He's got yeah. long arms, so that could be uh that could be part of it as well. Yeah, but um, O-line, O-line, you know, we obviously said the Eagles, right? Yeah. 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 So and then now, moving over to the defense, I know linebacker, I don't even think it's a question, San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Um, corners, Eagles. Eagles. Uh, D-line, D-line's a tough one. Like, the, the Niners have, like, like that, like, the top-end starters, right? Like, they got, like, Bosa, um, Armstead. back. It goes here. back to the to the question that you posed a couple weeks ago. Would right. you rather have a deep defensive line or one that's kind of top heavy? Exactly. Exactly. I I prefer the deeper defensive line. I mean, and Robert Quinn has been playing well too. I wanted to to, to mention that. And Quell, shout out to Jonathan Gannon. All right, my man got in his bag. I saw it was the first quarter, and I saw him send Hassan over the center, and I was like, okay, all right, JG's in his bag today. Like I can relax. And that's all we wanted, man. That's all we wanted. That's all I wanted, bro. He gave me that and I had a smile on my face all day. I was like, oh, my God, we got stunts. Look at us. Man, was out there sending pressures, man. (laughs) It was amazing. It was beautiful. It was was beautiful. You can be a really good defense coordinator when he wants to be, man. It's just. I just need him to want to be. You want to be. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So. Then we, we've addressed corner, linebackers, D-lines, and the safety. Safety is a weird one. one. It's tough, yeah. It's tough. Uh, yeah. Because, like, I feel like you have more upside with, like, CJGJ in the Eagles, you know, uh, safety duo. And Epps has become, like, a solid player. Uh, what's his name? Um I don't want to mispronounce his name either. You're uh, Mufanga. Mufanga, yeah, he was all pro this year, right? Was he? Yeah, he was. Or, or, or a uh, all like the players all pro team. It was it was one of those, but I saw that he got some kind of like high right, rank. Huh? You're right. He was. Yeah, he yeah, was an all pro. So, you know, he he's he's pretty legit. And then it's, is it Jimmy Ward or does he play nickel? I can't figure it out. I, I think, think he rotates. I think because yeah. okay, so it's the same kind of thing as CJGJ, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then, I, oh, I think and, just and not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. you saying nickel reminded me, Avante Maddox might be back for this game. I hope. Okay, so. so what? What? What was that? People just saying it, or was there? Is there actually like buzz? Because I just saw it all online. Like he could be back next week. So. I don't know. I did see that um, he was on the field pregame without a walking boot on. So. Yeah, his walking boot all came off that's last big. week. Yeah, yeah that's, that's big. No, that's, that's the big. thing. His, his walk, I think he got his walking boot off last Monday, but he didn't practice at all last week. So, I so was it could like, be this they week. Didn't, week. They didn't put him on IR, did they? No, they didn't. Okay, okay. They did not. If we could have 22 of 22 week one starters, man, that would be insane. That would be insane. Unheard of. You don't hear things like that in January, man. Especially, especially not for the Eagles. Mm-mm. Right, right. I mean, even the Niners are pretty healthy now, too. I mean, besides Jimmy, right, and Trey, but yeah. Other than that, they pretty much got everyone. Yeah, but like you guys said, man, this is going to be a chess match, man. This is going to be a chess match. 
Oh, I'm so excited for this football game. I know, man. And, 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 and why, why is it at 3 o'clock? Because the NFL wanted to protect its AFC game, uh, championship game. That could have been in a neutral site, but the Bills lost, so now it's... Okay, so then just flip it. It's too late, man. They already got it. Like, my home is literally playing injured, and they're like, let's put this on primetime. Right. That was the only reason, though, because that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, Niners, Eagles, even if it's – because all I'm sitting here thinking, and I knew – I just knew that if it was Eagles, Cowboys, that game was going to be the night game. I just knew it, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But even after we won, like, the time for our game was out by Saturday night. I knew we were playing at three before I knew who we were playing. So it was like, oh, you you can kind of tell the NFL was really big on, well, yeah, we got to put this in prime time. We want everybody to see. We thinking about making this neutral sites thing permanent. Thank God it didn't happen. Seriously, man. Like, why? What? What is? What's your motivation to try to lock up home field advantage then? And Nothing, bro. what are you fans supposed to do? Game, you know? How do? How do fans get to these games? Like, it's just like. It's absurd. Everyone has to buy tickets now for the NFC Championship too to fly somewhere. It's, it's, it's not even just the fans in my eye because it's like it's kind of like your team make playing in the Super Bowl or something. If you're a real fan, you're gonna travel. At the same time, I feel bad for the the season ticket holders who were promised tickets to playoff games, mm-hmm. and now you want to move them out of their seats. Like, what, what's going on? I mean, I get, but I see. It's just the only reason I would say the fans too is just because. You got to worry about so much more now. Now you got to worry about plane tickets. You got to worry about hotels. And you know that if it's the NFC Championship weekend, then it's going to be just as hyped up as the Super Bowl. Like, it's just giving people a chance to just predatory yeah, price. It's just yeah. frustrating. I hope it, yeah. I, and and you're right, man. Like, people come all year. We, we go and we cheer and we build this home field advantage of just, like, no one wants to play at the link. Like, could you imagine this year if we had to go play this next game, like, in Tampa or something like that's absurd. You know what I mean? Like, and I saw people complaining about the snow yesterday or two days yesterday. I hate people snow like football. that. That's bro. playoff football ball, man. Awesome, football. man. Like, y'all keep football. talking about putting domes over all Dude, these. We need to put a dome in Buffalo. It snows in Buffalo, bro. You exactly. have to deal with it. Like, brother, can you imagine it being a dome in Philadelphia? Can, can you? I imagine- want to complain the link in January. Oh, oh, yeah, it'll be nice and warm. You don't need to wear a fucking long – sorry. You don't need to wear a long sleeve. Like, I mean, what, what, what are we doing here, man? Like, the greatest picture of all time, football-wise, if you ask me, Shady hurtling in the snowball, man. Like, he's got snow all up in his visor, and he's just in the air and like, the white background. Like, come on, man. You can't do any better than that. And people are like, it's too snowy. It's cold. They don't complete <laughs> the passes. Run the ball. Run the ball. And that's why that's why Buffalo that's why Buffalo lost yesterday. They don't have a power back. They don't need a power back. That's the yes, piss, yes, that's they the do. thing that pisses me off, yes, bro. Devin Singletary is good enough. Just give him the damn ball. They want to nap give him the years, ball, bro. I don't know about that one. <laughs> bro, Devin, if you watch Devin Singletary even over the last 365 days, he should be a prevalent part of that offense. The problem is. The Bills don't let him get warmed up. They pick and choose every game. We're going to throw the ball 62 times and then be like, oh, wait, we got Devin here. Take a carry. What running back is going to be good like that? Like, come on, bro. 
it, it really stresses me out. And then they complain, well, Josh Allen, and, well, maybe if you took some off of Josh Allen's shoulders and stopped trying to make him do everything, you wouldn't be in this position. And go get another damn receiver. Yeah. Do y'all think McDermott gets fired? No. He needs to. I'm no. sick of it. No. Wow. Well, that team is too good, brother. That team is too good. And at this point, three, it's kind of getting the Cowboys-esque. Where we're looking around like, so what's the problem? We got the team. I, I, think, it's, the I think it's, it's quite it's, Bills-esque, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the Bills are Cowboys <laughs> AFC without the Super Bowls. They just got to the Super Bowl, but just didn't win. <laughs> yeah, basically. The Bills are the Sixers in the NFL. Listen, listen, listen. No, no. I'm not about to do Bills. No, I've said this. I've said I've, I've said this like like for two years for two years now. The, the 76ers, 76ers are the Cowboys of the NBA, bro. No, you can't say that though. Hey, like why would are. you why would you compare to the Cowboys? They, they are. They are. We don't have Jerry. All right. Like Hinky or not Hinky, what's his name? Uh uh not Michael Rubin. Harris. He's yeah. a weirdo, but he's not he's not he's not he's not Jerry Jones. All right, Jerry Jones was cutting Brett Maher on the field. <laughs> Told him you're off the team. Don't come back. <laughs> but we're 28 minutes in. We wanted to go at, at least 30, a little bit over 30 minutes. One thing we haven't touched on, man, was just Jalen Hurts, man. Um, seeing how he played, you know, not being 100%, you know, I think it was on NBC Sports Philadelphia on their website. I can't remember who wrote the article, but – they phrase it as a master class in, I think, simplicity of the quarterback position. You know, he made all the throws he needed to make. You know, he was able to move around. Um, he did enough for them to win. Yeah, man. And I think much of this, I don't know if you guys get into uh, QBR and all that type of stuff, but I was doing some research on it last night. And one of the things that it struck me with, because me and my wife was having a conversation about, better games basically it was a the that game against the Colts I believe it was earlier this year I think he had like 177 yards two touchdowns no pick or was it three touchdowns one pick and Jalen how he had two touchdowns passing in this game uh, but like 150 passing yards and and through that through those games Dak's QBR was like 38 point something and Jalen got an 84 and it just goes to show you how the impact these players have on these games, man. Mind you, the Cowboys, the game I'm talking about, the Cowboys scored 54 points. And your quarterback had a 34 point, I mean, 34 points something QBR versus the Eagles scored 38 points, one by 30 points. And your quarterback's QBR is 84. Kind of goes to show, like, okay, Jalen and the impact that he had, which is basically all we've been saying, all even dating back to the Garden Minshew injury, man. Jalen. His fingerprints are all over this offense, everywhere, man. He is the engine to this offense. They have, they can have good game plans and things of that nature, but in order for it to be successful, all things run through Jalen Hurts. Why he, I believe, Jalen Hurts might be the most on the field on Sunday, man. I think he is without a doubt, and I think. So just what, do you, what do you guys rank Jalen in? like best players on the field like who in in this game on on Sunday who's going to be the the best player on the field Jalen it has to be Jalen I'm scared has a chance to be Nick Bosa but 
we'll see how that goes. And I, I don't oh, know. This is this is gonna. I, I, I expect Lane to do Lane Johnson things. I have no worries when it comes to Lane Johnson. But again, a, a not hundred percent Lane Johnson. Didn't he? Did, but didn't he line up on my lotta last year? Who Nick? I think they. I think they moved him around. Because yeah, I remember we talked about Bosa and Mylotta. Quell, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, on the pod, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I do remember that. But I know this year he's played majority over top of right tackles. Okay. So I can go look okay. it up to see exactly how often they move him around. He's lined up often. Yeah. This is going to be mean, such a great matchup, man. It's going to be fun football, man. And hey. We need to win, dude. My uncle has been insufferable, dude. Like, Half my family is cheering for a dude named Brock. All right. Like, I can't handle this. Like, dude, Brock Purdy is going to beat Jalen Hurts. Brock Purdy, he was the last pick in the draft for a reason. My God. Y'all heard what I called him. He is college football's Benjamin Button. That was so funny. Every time I watch him, dude, I keep thinking about, I keep thinking that he's going to age backwards. (laughs) That's how it goes. He started off as a four year veteran, boy. But next year, sometime he's gonna be looking like a rookie. Oh my god, dude! I'm just, I'm sick of all this talk, dude. Like, there, there's more Brock Purdy talk than Jalen Hurts talk. Like, it's ridiculous. The guy's second team All Pro. Are we like? No one seems to be appreciating that, and it's still wild to me that there's detractors. My cousin, I, my girlfriend's like, "What are you doing? Like, get off your phone!" And I'm like, "I can't. I can't right now. All right, I'm busy. I'm arguing with my cousin. My friends were over, and they're like, "Yo, like." Why are you on your phone so much? And I'm like, because my cousin is being an idiot, dude. I spent half hour. Oh, God, dude. He's like, not going to get into it. But my God, dude, Jalen needs his respect and he's going to get it, dude. This is this is getting out of hand. And and what you said about QBR, Quell, like, that's what's important. I would rather have a quarterback who just makes the throws when we need to. And yet Dak had however many yards or whatever. But the Eagles are have had, like, the best point differential in the second quarter ever. And it's and it's for a reason. And then we're playing with the lead, and then we can run the ball. We're not forced to just pass the ball. So um, it's just it, it just goes to show that like you know you can't just look at the stat line. You got to watch the games, and and that Jalen really is uh, deserving of respect. And I think that this run should get him it, man. Winning that Lombardi, he said we're not done yet. We know that's his goal. So oh, I hope y'all know if we win this game, I'm almost. I ain't gonna say it like that, but I'm pretty confident in our chances winning the Super Bowl. It needs to be Jalen versus Burrow, and he needs to get revenge. Yeah, for Oklahoma and LSU. You're right. You're right. That's what. That's it. It's the stars are lining up. The stars are lining up. I wanted. I wanted the Chiefs and Eagles, but I don't know. We'll talk about it on the next pod. I think we're gonna try to get a couple out this week. Um, big week, obviously, but you know. See what these uh, see what see what these matchups are going to be looking like, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep y'all posted as we hear more about uh, health and you know getting Avante back and those types of things. But as always, thank you all so much for joining us. Have a great time recording these. Have a great time watching the Eagles this year. Uh, stay tuned for more this week, and then be sure to like, review, listen, subscribe, share it. You know the deal with the Apple Store. I mean, I keep yes. saying ten dollars, dude. As soon as someone does it, I'll stop talking. So if you want me to stop saying it, just do it. But as always, thank you guys and uh, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.